Miles are down nationwide, so what are drivers to do? On this episode of Driven Too Far, we're going to talk about strategy and should you stay where you're at or is it time to look for a new carrier? Hello, I'm Andrew Winkler and this is Driven Too Far, the truth about trucking, a podcast that helps over-the-road truck drivers balance career and family. So your miles are down, things are tight at home, the holidays are quickly approaching, uh, and you're just not sure what you do. Is it, is it time to start thinking about leaving your current carrier and maybe seeking something out? Uh, on top of that, there's no shortage of driver recruiters probably blowing up your inbox, your phone, uh, social media ads out there. So it's a, it's a great question, and today we're going to tackle that. Before we make any rash decisions, though, let's take a step back and just try to understand the big picture of things, what's happening in the trucking industry right now. Um, hopefully you've you've been keeping up on the headlines and you kind of understand where the economy's at and things have really slowed down. But what I wanted to share with you just to kind of paint that picture is you know that the big carriers out there control most of the contract freight across the country. And when I talk contract freight, uh, you're thinking about the big dry van carriers that move everything for Home Depot, for Walmart, for Procter & Gamble those types of things, you know, and that's how they got so big, right? They acquired some of those uh, contracts and they grew and grew and grew over the years. But I'm going to read you some recent headlines. And this is just in the last few weeks. Uh, I got most of these off of freight waves, if you wondered what my source was. But these are some of the headlines that uh, we're seeing out there right now. Schneider Post Cost Burden Q3. Schneider, the big orange trucks, right? I think we're all familiar with them. Werner, Q3 light of expectations. Heartland books a Q3 loss. So Heartland is one of the best run truck lines in the country and has been for many, many years. So thinking about that, if they're booking a loss with what's going on out in the market with slow freight, uh, depressed freight rates, uh, what's happening with the rest of them out there? Here's a couple more. Covenant sees Q3 revenue slip amongst weak freight market. Pam transportation feels the brunt of the down cycle in Q3. So you can start to see a pattern there. And like I said, these were on freight waves. And or if you happen to read any of the industry magazines, uh, it's a pretty common headline these days of what's happening. So the point is, if the big guys are struggling, <clears throat> they're not meeting projections and in some cases not making any money, uh, what's happening to the small to mid-sized carriers that many of us work for? What I think that's telling us is that the, the economy in the shape it's in right now, it doesn't necessarily matter, you know, if your current carrier, if things are slowed down and you don't, you feel in the pinch at home, you're not bringing in the wages you want. I don't think it matters where you're going to go right now, that you're going to probably get the same result at just about any truck line or carrier you move to. So if that isn't enough to persuade you from moving or keeping you where you're at, uh, there's a couple more things here I want to kind of plant plant a seed in your mind to think about before you make a move. One of the things I want to ask is, do you think recruiters are in touch with what's going on? Because one of the things I've seen here recently is, you know, the recruiters continue to recruit and they're still promising big dollars and big miles. Uh, is there a disconnect with that recruiter and what's happening with their own truck line? Or do they just not care? They're just being aggressive and trying to throw the big flashy numbers at you to get you to come over. Uh, I could certainly see that. You know, they're paid to recruit. They probably are incentivized on the number of drivers uh, they bring in each week or each month. 
they're promising big miles. Uh, one of the things I've seen probably go away here recently is the sign-on bonus. So I don't think you see those like you do when, when things are really hopping and moving in the industry. When the freight's good and we all really need more drivers, more drivers, then I think that's where you see the bonuses and the hiring bonuses kind of come out uh, because, let's be honest, carriers are trying to poach you know, drivers from each other and stuff, and they've got to do something to get that driver's attention and get that driver to move over to their company. But you certainly haven't been seeing uh, many of those, you know, with I'm thinking about the social media ads and some of those things that are popping up now. It uh, doesn't seem like we see quite as quite as many. I want you to think about before you make a move, think about that transition to that new carrier and, and kind of what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose in that transition? Well, one of the big risks is always the time it takes when you turn in your truck at your current carrier and then when are you going to start orientation? If you've timed it right, uh, you might be lucky enough not to miss any paychecks on Friday. In, in other words, your last carrier pays you out and then that uh, your new carrier picks up that following Friday and, and it, it's pretty smooth. But that generally doesn't happen. When you think about drivers and a lot of times they're already living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, we've got holidays coming up, right? So uh, we have a need for more money. We've got to think about the family, uh, the gifts and all the extra things we do around the holidays to spend money. Uh, we certainly can't afford to be without um, a paycheck or miss anything there. And then the other thing besides the money moving to another carrier is you're going from what you know to the unknown. Uh, sure, you've talked to a recruiter and they've painted this great picture for you of what this new carrier is all about and they're all about family and they're going to treat you like that. But the reality is you don't know. Uh, but what you do know is the current company you're at. And I, I would ask you to take a step back and just ask, is it really that bad? Is everything else going okay, but it's just the, the miles have slipped a little bit. Maybe you're seeing a little bit more layover uh, than normal. The paycheck isn't quite what you, what you want it to be. Again, I think we've established that pretty much the whole industry is in the same boat. So if you make that jump from your current carrier to the next carrier, um, the money isn't going to change a lot because they're they're having the same issues. They probably can't keep all their trucks busy or as busy as they would like. So then it comes down to what are you leaving? What are you walking away from? Are you walking away from some good relationships at your current carrier? Do you have a good working relationship with your driver manager? Um, do you have some seniority at that uh, carrier? Maybe you've been there for years. Maybe you're involved in some of their safety programs or mentor programs or things like that. And you'd be walking away from a lot of those things. You know, as soon as you step foot into that new carrier, you're starting off at the ground level again. So it's going to going to take time for you to to build all those things back up. Then there's the vacation and PTO thing. So thinking about your current carrier, yes, if you have accrued vacation and you leave, they should pay that out to you. So hopefully they honor that and take care of that for you and uh, and you don't lose that. But what I'm talking about is the new carrier. What is their policy for vacation for new hires? Does it take so much time before you have uh, time built up where you can burn it as vacation? Uh, again, we're walking into the holidays. There's probably a really good chance here that you're going to want to take a few extra days off to spend with time or spend with the family. Uh, maybe you're traveling. Maybe that's your tradition. You go go back to mom's house or grandma's house or whatever that looks like. 
but a lot of times you need a few extra days and wouldn't it be nice to have some vacation built up where you can actually be paid for those extra days uh, off rather than just, um, you know, nothing hitting the bank account for those extra days. So you got to think about that. Uh, a lot of, especially small companies, when they give you vacation, whether it's a week or two weeks that first year, sometimes they make you work the entire year. So on your one-year anniversary is when you actually earn that first weeks of vacation. So make sure you're asking those recruiters the right questions about that stuff too. How about benefit waiting periods? Um, you know, that's pretty important, especially if you're, uh, you've got a family, you've got a spouse and kids that, that count on you to cover, uh, carry that health insurance and some of those things. You got to think about the waiting periods. Now, in a lot of cases or with bigger carriers, they're probably better. With smaller carriers, it's much harder. So there might be a, a bigger waiting time before your health benefits kick in. But that's critical. If you've got things going on at the house with uh, family, kids, stuff like that, and you've got prescriptions and certain medical issues going on, you need that coverage. And sometimes you can't afford to wait 90 days uh, before that new health insurance kicks in. So you gotta consider that before you, before you take a step and make a change. We talked about the seniority thing. I said, you know, you're walking into that new carrier, you're gonna be on the ground level and you've gotta kind of earn your spot, so to speak. Um, but I'm thinking about the seniority when it comes to things like the dispatch board. So here you are walking into a new company, you get through their orientation, you get introduced to your driver manager, uh, but you don't know them and they don't know you. That takes time to build that relationship and build that trust. So the reality is, uh, there's a good chance when they start to assign you loads or offer you loads, um, you're probably not going to get the cream of the crop. And maybe you were getting that at your at your past carrier. Maybe you were already there. You had those trusting relationships built. So your dispatcher was working their tail off trying to get you the very best uh, loads they could under the circumstances. But when you're, when you're stepping into the new one, uh, that new job role, there's a good chance they're going to take care of all the their senior drivers and the ones they know and and you might unfortunately have the scraps to kind of start and then when we think about holidays again uh, or when we talk about seniority thinking about the holidays again you know what is that company's policy of letting people off over holidays um, most likely it's the senior drivers probably going to get first pick at the, that time off uh, that's not always the case uh, but it's certainly a question you need to ask so when it comes to seniority, uh, do I get my first choice at vacation days? Do I get first choice at what holidays I want to take off or what holidays maybe I, I stay out on the road? You know, there's a, there's a good chance, especially when you think about certain segments of our industry, I think about the reefer markets where uh, you're hauling food, right? You're hauling perishable goods. And while the, the grocery warehouse is closed on the holiday, they're open that next morning right after the holiday and they want the product. They want to load their trucks back out. That means you as the driver bringing in that product to the warehouse probably has to be moving over the holiday itself. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, carriers that have to deal, deal with those kind of things, who are the guys that are going to be moving over the holidays where it's a really good chance it's going to be the, the drivers with the lowest seniority. And then there's the whole deal about job hopping. And I think this is what really got me going on this topic in the first place. I had seen an article reading about job hopping and it got me thinking, you know, when times are tough, what do drivers 
tend to do? Well, it's it's easy for most of us when things aren't right and they don't feel right, it can be easy to run, right? We can we want to run to something else that that's making us a bigger promise. But then it got me to thinking about the whole job hopping side. Well, what is job hopping? Um, most carriers, when we hire drivers, we look for patterns in their work behavior or their work, um, how long they've worked at certain carriers. And most carriers have some kind of policy. It's an internal policy that says, we won't hire a driver that's had more than three jobs in one year or maybe four jobs in three years or something like that. So you have to be careful, you know, if you're thinking about leaving your current carrier and you're gonna move, how often are you moving? The one thing you don't want to happen is you don't want to get that reputation of that job hopper because it's a pattern that it's going to show up on your applications for probably the next 10 years. Because as truck lines, when we take in an application from a driver, we have to have 10 years worth of work history. And uh, just in our case, we're small carrier. Uh, we get somewhere in the neighborhood of about 400 uh, applications per month. Um, and we only run 75 trucks, so it, it's way more than we need. But out of the 400, only about 10% actually kind of meet our hiring criteria and our guidelines. So about 40 of those applications are people that our recruiter would pursue and have a conversation with to see if it's a good fit for them. Uh, and then out of that 10%, we maybe hire 1% to 2% um, because we find out they're not a great fit. Maybe we can't meet their home time expectations. Um, some things like that. So it, it's a very small percentage of drivers you actually start hiring. But my point of that is 90% of the drivers or the applications that come through to us are rejected because of the job history of the driver. And it, it's a really big one. And, and we're not much different than a lot of the, the better carriers out there kind of run their operations like that. Now, if you are somebody that moves around, moves around, moves around, uh, and you're looking for another job, you're probably going to have better luck with the small carriers, maybe the owner operator that's running a couple trucks. They're probably going to be a little less picky about that because they have, I'll call it a desperation to get that seat filled. When you're running three, four, five trucks and you got one or two empty, that's a big percentage of your company that's not moving. So they're a lot of times they're quick to bring somebody in and, and get that, that seat filled right up. So just, uh, you know, be cautious if, if you do decide to make a move, how often are you moving? And just know that that's a real thing in the industry. And if you are moving often, if you're always trying to look for the next best thing, chasing the money, whatever that is, there's a good chance at some point that that is going to catch up with you. And, and you might get passed over for that, that one job, that one really good job that popped up and you, it was the company or the carrier that you really wanted to go to work for. You know, are they going to take a serious look at you based on your history? That's your reputation in the industry, and, and your application says a lot. It's just a high-risk time to be searching for a job in the industry. There's a lot of instability in the industry. And, um, you know, when you talk to people around, you read some of the articles out there, I think everybody agrees it's going to be maybe mid to late 2024 before things kind of get back to where we feel like they're normal. There's more freight in the system, your miles kind of pick back up. So the question in the meantime is, what do you need to do as an individual? Uh, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about the talk in the driver's lounge, things like that. But what do you need to do to kind of make it through these tight times? And we're all going through it together. You know, have no doubt that the truck lines are feeling the pinch too. We've seen a lot of them. 
uh, fail here over the last several months. We've seen some big names go down, things like that, and that will continue to happen. So, you know, what are you willing to do? I think it's a, it's really a situation where you gotta look in the mirror and you gotta tighten your belt a little bit and you gotta have the conversation with the family at home and just say, listen, things are tight. They're gonna be tight for at least another six months. You know, how are we gonna get through this to make sure we can pay our bills and stuff? Does that mean uh, we gotta cut back on spending? Does that mean um, as a driver, we need to stay out a little extra, uh, maybe longer to, to bring in that extra income? As a driver, do I need to uh, open my mind as far as what kind of loads I like, what I'll take, what I won't take. Sometimes we paint ourselves into a corner as a driver and we have so many restrictions on what we will or won't do. It just really, it, it, it ends up hurting you financially. Um, and I've always said, I've always said it, that the, the drivers that just kind of roll with what dispatch needs help with are always the ones that come out on top when I'm talking about miles and money. Uh, because those guys or gals, whatever they are, just, yeah, whatever you need. They, it's the whole idea of keeping the truck moving, and they don't get caught up in the ideas like, well, I don't like that part of the country, or I don't want to land in this person's area for a reload type thing. So uh, just keep that in mind. That's probably one of the things um, that, that you could change to help get through the tough times here. I would leave you with maybe the one exception. Um, so my recommendation is that you kind of hunker down and stay put. Uh, that, in most cases, that's probably the best advice I can give. Now, the one exception to that where we talked about there's a lot of carriers starting to fail, keep an eye on those things. So if, if you're seeing weird things in your pay, uh, like maybe something got delayed or they forgot to pay this or do that or reimburse you for this, if things are just feel off, pay close attention to that because that might be the start of bigger things, you know, bigger problems happening behind the scenes in the company. Um, miles are down. I'm just going to tell you that. Everybody, we're all going through that. So if you're a dispatcher, I'm just telling you, these people are stressed too. I see it every day in our own team where um, you, you can just see it in their face. They they want to give you more miles. They're just the, the miles and the loads are just not in the system. The customer demand isn't there. Um, so they feel it too. Don't take it out on your dispatcher. But again, the one thing I would say is keep a close eye on your paycheck, what's going on. Don't pay attention to rumor mills, but um, you know what's happening in the company. And if there is something you feel like maybe the company is really starting to struggle, uh, then it might be time to you know to go find another carrier. Don't. I, too many times I've seen guys, they feel loyal, they've worked for a carrier for a long time, they've always treated me good, and they want to kind of stick around till the end and, and help the carrier. But man, a lot of times they just, they come out on the short end of the stick with that. And uh, I think they end up regretting it later. So anyways, if you see some trouble, trouble ahead, uh, it might be a good time to start with. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Driven Too Far. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and we'll catch you on the next episode.